Nikita John from Kupikali and I'm on Cheers Chatty. Hi Nikita, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. And hey Babus, this is Chari from Cheers Chatty, India's first and only beer podcast. It's a nice Sunday morning. It's not raining in Mumbai fortunately. It's bright and sunny. So good day to have a podcast as well. I'm sitting here with my hot cup of coffee and I don't know what Nikita is having. What are you having, Nikita? A chilled beer right now. Oh, fabulous. Man. What, Kati Patan? Yes. Ah, that's, that's your favorite. Correct, correct. Current favorite. So people, for all you guys who don't know Nikita, I'll tell you where her road really starts in life. We all know about beer to a large extent through the Cheers Charity podcast. We know what goes into it, the people who are there in it. In fact, even uh, about packaging and designing. But what we really don't know is what happens the morning after. So whether it's beer or whether it's alcohol or any kind of spirit, that's when uh, Nikita comes into the picture and she starts playing. Okay? Because all the discarded bottles go to her and she makes the most out of it. And that's what her brand is also about. So without wasting much time, I'm going to go and uh, speak with her and ask her about her journey. Hey, Nikki, sounds like a good intro. Yep, yep, amazing. Also, it's a very big day for Nikita because she's completed her first year of non-corporate life. So that's her anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I still can't believe an entire year is over. And I'd actually gifted myself this one-year break from corporate life to sort of try all the things that I wanted to. Okay. And to be very honest with you, Kupikali was not even on top of that priority list. So what was on priority? Oh, I was actually trying to do all sorts of things. So I wanted to create a platform. So I am from advertising. So I wanted to sort of create a platform for to make advertising agencies more accessible to more people. So I wanted to create a platform like that, which is actually what AFAX has gone ahead and done right now. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, multiple, I'm always buzzing with ideas. So I wanted to try all possible things that I had intended to. Okay. And uh, I heard about an exhibition that was happening. And I thought, okay, wait, I have Kupikali and I do this stuff. So why not try this as well? Yeah, yeah that's when I went back to the bottle. Then I created the Fight Land series. And I have okay. to just fell in love with the product myself. And yeah, so here we are from there. But how, what's your biggest learning uh, during this one year? During this one year, okay, biggest learning would have to be time, hmm. the time management. So the thing is, when I had a full-time job, getting free time was an absolute luxury. Okay. And after quitting, hmm. I would spend for granted. So I would not know when days went by. Okay. So it took me a couple of months to sort of get in the groove of working independently and, you know, to self-motivate and self-discipline. So actually, to be in control of your time is, I think, my biggest problem. I I completely identify with that because I went through it as well. I'm an ex-advertising person. I still do it a lot in a freelance basis as well for a lot of clients. Yeah, but when I quit my corporate life as well, the biggest challenge is how do you manage your time? Because so you can wake up in the morning and thinking that you have nothing to do. And uh, if you just you know, actually list down your, you know, the work that you're supposed to do, what you have planned to do, it's a lot, yeah. It's really a lot of work. It really is. It's just the initial because sometimes when I'm working on a new product, I'm mm-hmm. awake much earlier than usual because I can't wait to sort of try it. Okay. So, uh, but then on other days when I'm feeling a bit lazy, then 
the entire day just slips by. So yeah, you know, writing to-do lists, yeah. making sure I have a plan for the week, for the day, it just really helps. So let's talk about the inspiration uh, of the uh, bottles. We started with jars apparently. Yes, yeah, so there are, you know, I think bottles really change. A lamp changes in people's lives. There was one which was the Aladdin's lamp, and then the other one was the one which was gifted to you by your sister. <laughs> so where did that come from? Uh, so yeah, I mean, um, I was moving out of home into a hostel, and my sister Nima, hmm. she made beautiful bedside lamps for me, and the entire dorm sort of loved it, and it was really beautiful. Okay. After I came back, I asked her, you know, hey, how did you make it? It looks lovely. And then she told me about how to spray paint on surfaces, and she taught me the initial bit of how to do it. Hmm. And then I just I liked it so much that I started just started doing it, and I started gifting them to people, and that's how it really started. So Kupikali actually started not with bottles. Oh, it just started with jars. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. how many would uh, you have made till date? You haven't counted. I actually haven't looked back and counted. To That's be honest. actually a good thing to do, you know, because we get restricted the moment we know our numbers. Yeah, I, I sort of just let it free flow. And how did uh, using bottles start? Then? How did that go? Oh, okay. So I don't mean to make my dad sound like an alcoholic, but there were always some beautiful bottles in the house when I was growing up. Okay. And so when they were empty, they'd be discarded. Hmm. And being an absolute hoarder, mm-hmm. I would try and rescue these bottles from the bin because they were so beautiful. I just couldn't, you know, let it go. I so identify with that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my mom was like, you know, how many are you going to just keep in the house and in your room? Correct. So I started printing on them. And okay. so instead of using jars, I started using bottles. Okay. So I turning them into home decor pieces, so like mm-hmm. vases and stuff. Hmm. And then I guess that's when I made the switch to bottles. So, yeah. It was good. So, like, you know, it reminds me of my father as well. Again, I'm not going to make him sound like an alcoholic, but he enjoyed his too. And he had these amazing bottles too. I think it was the uh, old school thing. And he would never like to discard it. I think somewhere I got it from him too. So, he would make uh, a lamp. So, he would put lampshades on it. And if anyone by mistake also, you know, did something or displaced it, he would get very upset. You know, but I it does take me back to the time when bottles used to look very beautiful. You know, now I find them to look very uh, assembly line kind of a production look. You know, but uh, they were so beautiful and you really never wanted to put them in the bin. Yeah, that's true. I remember actually one of my first projects I had worked on a Shiva's Regal bottle. Oh. And I think I created a Santa or a reindeer or it was a Christmas theme. Huh. And so I switched off all the lights in my room and only this lamp. It was a red color lamp. Yeah. And I brought my dad in to see it. Oh. And the only thing he said was, hey, that's my Shiva's bottle. <laughs> <laughs> was he surprised that it's empty or is that, oh my God, I already finished it. What was his reaction first? No, it was like, hey, wow, what a nice use of my bottle. Oh. You know, he was like that. And I'm like, can you look beyond that, please? <laughs> No, something your daughter's created. Can you please, like, you know, pay some attention out here? Yeah. Father for father. Yeah, so that was that. And how did the name uh, Kupikali come up? Oh, uh, so, okay, so I, by around 2015, I was anyway doing this just as a hobby. Hmm. And I started getting a few orders. So, you know, in offices, how we play Secret Santa and stuff. Correct. So, 
around that time i would always get a couple of bottles for bottles mm-hmm. and yes. i thought okay since people are and everybody i gift one of these bottles to i always get another couple of orders from there okay so I, people in offices see something and they like it and they get in touch with me so mm-hmm. it had started somewhat being like an extra pocket money of sorts for me okay and i thought of, i should you know give a name to it so mm-hmm. i went through a ton of options and i thought of i am uh, sure like a typical advertising person <laughs> exactly very typical mm-hmm. and then it sort of just so i looked into so i'm mallu so i thought mm-hmm. okay is there something of me that i can put into the brand so yeah. then that's when the word came so kutti means bottle and okay. kali means to play so oh. you can sort of translate to playing with bottles and that's sort of what i do so i like the logo and you know oh, the logo was done by a friend called bushan i literally only had to call him and get help i need something for a logo huh. and record time he whipped up something beautiful it was it's fun it's playful and it's yeah, playful. yeah 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 i've had it since and it looks very versatile you know it's like something that you can play around with it and make different things it's, it's not you know saying that okay it is like a typical photoshop or ai kind of a you know uh, logo which fits into a particular slot correct 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 so that's very very nice yeah so tell me do, what kind of clients do you cater to now oh i cater to lots of different kinds of clients one would be majorly it's for gifting yeah so people always more often than not reach out to me saying hey i want to gift someone for their birthday or anniversary or mm-hmm. as a as a giveaway mm-hmm. so i do a lot of it for gifting yes. and the kind of people who reach out to me are usually people who love mm-hmm. their jams and their beers and all of that yeah so they think it's very quirky the product itself and mm-hmm. they love that there is a utility given to the bottle as well so a lot of people you know they use plants and you know a lot of it's very simple to do that and that's what most people do but when they see it in the form of these lamps mm-hmm. and planters and the multiple other product ranges hmm. they find it interesting so people who like to sort of have fun in life and you know who have a an eye for cool taste also for that matter correct correct so they want to jazz it up and have quirky spaces those are the kind of people who end up reaching out to me i saw your post yesterday you made something a, a pen stand with bottles yes it's very beautiful yeah it looks like it's done in you know so tastefully and so smooth oh thank you so much yeah mm-hmm. that was also on request mm-hmm. so an aunt of mine gave me that order okay so she wanted to gift it to her cousin and she said okay, you know what else can we do i've seen the planter i've seen everything else yeah but about so she has a favorite coat can we put a coat on something oh that's you know, amazing yeah Yeah, and she's a teacher, and you know she would really like. And then, so please, so in fact, a lot of my clients also egg me on to try new products, which is what I find amazing because yeah, they push amazing. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They push me saying, you know, hey, I want something different. So then I'm also forced to think of something that I haven't done before. And uh, yeah, so that's how the pen stand happened. So if someone asks you to customize you know, a product for them, would you be able to do that? For instance, I come to you and I say that I'm just chatting. and uh, i need some bottles to be designed for me with my branding of so course of course that, that can be done yes yes of course so i've done a bottle another one uh, for a birthday where mm-hmm. i designed a label hmm uh, to say fabulous since 60 years it okay. was for a 60th birthday so that 
so label design and i've done a budweiser i've converted a budweiser pint bottle into a sanitizer Oh, so I saw that. You sent me the picture. Remember, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that had a lot of takers. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I always I'm open to customization. I think that also adds to the gifting segment. Absolutely. Also, you when you started off, you started off painting on the bottles, isn't it? Correct. Yes. Some art, and now you are actually making it as utility uh, uh, properties and gifting ideas. where you put in some pipes and you do you know lamps and stuff like that so uh, how have you you know progressed on the line of learning as well did you need to go for a course or anything of that sort oh no it was a while because the interest was always there so hmm. i'm going to i'm going to be very honest here i'm not the best painter that i know okay so, so i would find the painting on bottles bit a bit limiting and yes. i also saw that there were hundreds of people doing painting on bottles and i wanted to i was very obsessed with doing something different so i sort of decided okay why don't i try mixed media where bottles okay. are my core and i know that for sure because i loved using glass as a medium yes. and you know over the years actually from the time i started i also started moving towards a more eco friendly uh, sort of a mindset yes. and that's when i realized that in my own very very small way what mm-hmm. i do is i collect bottles and if i'm not able to upcycle them i also send them over to a recycling facility oh so my that's nice very nice yeah it yeah it's because actually surprisingly less than 25% of bottles and glass actually is recycled in india and that is horrible because very glass, yeah glass takes about a million years to decompose so yeah mm yeah So, so overall, I decided, okay, let me make things that people can also use around the house. Yeah. Because if this just vases, there's not much use for it. So I didn't do any specific course, but what mm-hmm. I do is I go to all sorts of places and sit there for hours. For example, hardware stores. Oh wow! Oh my God! I can so, imagine you doing that. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> so one is the people used to find it weird because I'm just sitting there and asking them questions, and they're like. What do you want? Why are you here? Why are you here? What is your purpose? You cannot get that here all day. And they'd be so uncomfortable with me being there that yeah. you know I first have to gain their trust and confidence, saying that you know I'm not into some shady business. I'm just here to learn. Yeah. And then, and then they'd get very open. They'd also want to teach me what they know. Hmm. It was really nice. Like all the people I've met. have been really amazing with teaching me about different kinds of material of course there's all i mean online you can learn and study so much that i've not had to take any course yeah but um, yeah even if it comes to um, for example electrical work hmm. so my dad is an electrical engineer hmm. and i have another friend who also always has solutions to anything i need so i'm always on video call and they're hmm. teaching me how to do parallel connections and you know okay. to connect things to switches yeah So that's largely how I learn my thing. But if someone had to come to you and say, you know, some students or anyone says that, you know, why don't you teach us as well? Is there something that you would uh, look at? Sure, sure. I only say that. So glass cutting is it's a little tricky in the sense it's mm-hmm. glass. So mm-hmm. I have been cut several times, and with glass, it's very um, it's brittle. So yeah. one wrong movement, the entire glass breaks. so it takes a lot of time to sort of get 
cutting right so mm-hmm. it would have to be at a safe space and mm-hmm. everyone would have to wear proper equipment while mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. so because i mean i've gone through the grind of cutting myself sure, yeah correct so, but yeah i mean teaching is something that i'll always be open to you know there was a t- i am also very passionate about bottles in fact uh, i once purchased 100 plus bottles and got my mom's uh, crochet design printed on it and then put in uh, fairy lights uh, and you know sold it quite a, quite a few of them in fact wow. they are completely sold out i also went in for a course uh, and not a i wouldn't say a course actually a workshop somewhere in lower parel in fact at the social someone had organized for uh, you know glass cutting and making things out of uh, glass bottles and as you said um, you can hurt yourself i am any which way very accident prone i was cutting it and i didn't even realize that i cut my uh, hand and before i knew there was like something blood on the bottle and then i realized yeah it is a tricky thing and one needs to be very careful you know when you're playing with uh, fire and bottles correct 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 yeah Tell me any interesting, funny stories that happened when you were learning or you were experimenting, uh, anything challenges yes. that you faced. I remember once, so I don't know the names, the technical names for these things that I want. So mm-hmm. um, I remember going into a hardware store and I was asking this guy for one type of a pipe, mm-hmm. and you know I'm explaining to him what I want, and he's not understanding. And halfway through the conversation, something clicked in his mind. Okay. And he screams across the hardware store, oh. saying, "Madam, ko char nipple dena." Oh, madam. <laughs> What the hell is that? <laughs> and then he brought back the exact parts that I wanted. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, I am not going to be able to ask for nipples at a hardware store. <laughs> Next time you need to show the picture and say, "Ye char piece dena, bhaiya." No, so I carry a sample. Congratulations. Thank you. 
So the lockdown in some way was a boon to you. It worked for you as a work is concerned. Um, I'm not so sure actually hmm. because pre-lockdown I thought of doing a few exhibitions, but unfortunately, uh, all that money sort of got stuck with multiple exhibition places. Okay. And I also had plans to invest in more equipment and set up my studio space by, you know, November. Okay. But that does not seem likely because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I mean, when the lockdown came, initially the first couple of months, nobody was buying anything. Everyone was being conservative. But now, yes, things are opening up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I figured out how to make the lockdown work for me rather. And uh, since the festive period is just around the corner, so maybe it's a good time as well for you coming up. I do have a new range actually that I'm working on. Okay. Uh, it's still in the trial, experimenting and failing stage right now, so I don't want to make any commitment. But I should be out. I should be ready for a Diwali new catalog. I am definitely giving you a range to work on, which is the Cheers Chatty Potty uh, Merchandise. Oh, lovely. Not so I, I don't know if you saw the post yesterday. If you did, you did comment to us. Sorry, I take that back. Is that the bottles that you saw, you know, with me on the ladder? They are the ones I've saved up for you to work on as well. Oh, perfect. Those are some lovely bottles. Yeah. So the, I, I need to hold and I keep them. They've been there for years. I've got a place where I keep all of them. So wow. the first time I heard about you and interacted with you, I said, this is going to you. So, <laughs> so this, 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 this work coming your way, Nikki. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And um, Actually, I have to point this out that since I have been doing this, a lot of people who are on my Instagram page, yeah. they actually do send me a lot of their discarded bottles mm. and they do it periodically and it makes me feel so good because people are actually wanting to look at more sustainable ways of, you know, discarding glass waste. And I think if nothing, at least I've achieved a little bit of, you know, urging people to be eco-friendly. Absolutely. And I think all of us need to do that. It's not just about consuming something and then discarding it and forgetting about it. We need to know where it's going and how responsible we are going to be here. Absolutely. And see where the world has got us today. Correct. We only have ourselves to be blamed and no one else. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So that's uh, any fine. Oh, before I forget, Nikki, I want to ask you. Do you drink beer? Oh, I do. I do. Oh, yeah. You you, you are drinking Kati Patan. So tell me what was your first time experience with uh, beer? I hated it. It was so bitter. I hated it. I didn't know why people drank it. <laughs> I, and, and I was like, if there are cocktails on the menu, yeah. why are people... Just why are going something so bitter? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then I think over the years, it's just that, you know, when you're in... When everyone is together and it's a hot, sunny day, everyone just orders a crate of beer and everyone's sitting around. It, beer is always everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. ended up, I mean, no one orders for cocktails at home. At least they didn't when I was in college. Huh. And I sort of then started, you know, getting tuned to beer. Yeah. And slowly, yeah, on a hot, sunny day, that's what I prefer. So from going to, I hate beer to, hey, let's order in beer. I think I'm supposed to come along. See, beer is actually a very go-to drink. There is no drama to it. You just pick it up and take it and then it's done, you know. And it gives you a good time. There's no such 
think that you have to have it in this way, that way. I mean, each one has their own way of thinking, no doubt about it. And it's an omnipresent guy, yeah. a, a guy and a girl, for that matter. You know, exactly. it's, it's just a part of you. You don't need to put in any effort to it. And yes, bitter, no doubt about it, but it grows on you. You know, you need to appreciate it and know it beyond its bitterness. And then it's oh, yeah. you can have around you. Yeah, I totally agree now. Yeah, and that's how the Katipa thing is also hanging around with you as, as we speak. Yeah, I mean, in fact, the Indian beer scene has just exploded so much. There are so many new offerings that I'm really enjoying experimenting with all the new beers in the market. So, yeah, that's what, so current favorite is Katipa. Before that, the favorite was Bira White. Ah, I used to have that also quite a bit. Um, yeah. yeah, for me, mostly it's Budweiser and Kingfisher Ultra that I go to. And yeah, those are the two yeah, they're like the same, same guys. Yeah, correct. Don't go wrong with them. Yeah, and, and And before we, you know, we sign off this podcast, I just want to ask you, how do your parents um, feel about your, you know, about Kupikali and you taking a break and where the brand is going today? I'm sure they're very proud, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. So initially they were a bit worried because, I mean, when I, when I went home and said, okay, I'm going to quit my job, I had no idea what the next year had in store for me. So, mm. understandably, you know, they were a bit worried. And I don't come from a business family. Like, they, you know, the whole I want to do something on my own, it didn't really instill too much confidence because I had never done anything like this before. Mm. So, but despite that, I must say that they were very encouraging. They said, okay, you want to take a break, take a break, as long as your finances are in order. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorted that way. And okay. then they said, yeah, I mean, go explore. And... Mm. Uh, so they would keep checking up on me saying, you know, how are you doing? Is this working out? Is it not? So yeah. I, I would get so excited with every new order that came in that I'd yeah. keep them in the loop. And they'd be like, okay, hey, this looks like it's working. And yeah. I remember discussing with my dad saying, you know, I was looking at figuring out a studio space. And he actually checked with a couple of friends to see commercial spaces for rent and all of that. Oh, that's so, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, they were very, very supportive and encouraging. So okay. thankfully, I've been blessed with that. No, and it will continue that way, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a superb talent that you have, and you're very passionate, and you are at it, so there's no way that uh, it's ever going to go any other way. It's just going to go up. And people like your stuff. You are very creative. You keep experimenting, and you're open to, you know, listening to people and learning. What else yeah. do you want here? Yeah, I'm very glad that people are, like, I wasn't sure how people would react to the different series. But another mm-hmm. big uh, motivator is my husband. So even he sort of keeps pushing me into, you know, saying it's okay, experiment. Some people will love it. Some people will hate it. And, you know, it's okay. So that's, that's really That's a good art. No, you can't get one standard answer, you know. It's very yeah. subjective. Each one views it differently and likes it differently. Or sometimes they hate it. But that's too bad for them. We, we don't want to bother about those people. They're not actually. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nikki, thank you so much for being on a podcast. And, thank you uh, for having me. Yeah, and I'm going to be meeting you very soon and with um, a crate full of bottles coming your way. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, cheers, we'll cheers to that. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I started off the podcast saying it's a nice, bright, sunny Sunday. But as we spoke, it started pouring here. And I don't think it's going to stop for some time. Oh, so, it's just signing my side, so it's all right for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and my little squirrel must be must have gone and burrowed itself in the tree out opposite as well. So, <laughs> very good note. 
cheers people be good to yourself enjoy your weekend or whatever little is left of the sunday as well please don't forget to follow us on our social media and a podcast channel it will be there so take care of yourself be good and watch the ipl match too as well plus the french open is starting today so cheers to that